What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Stoner Thoughts Podcast here on Spotify. And tonight, I'm smoking on something I've never tried before. It's from Bad Apple. But I can't remember the name of the strain. I, I remember the buddy told me that what's actually in the jar isn't what's printed on the label. But goddamn, this stuff looks good. I want to guess and say it's a hybrid because it does kind of have the orange hairs, but it has like that danky, like OG something kind of smell. You know what I mean? We're only going to deal with the wind background for like a few minutes. I'm going to smoke and go inside because the weather outside has just been shitty today. It's all humid right now and it's nasty, but got to smoke outside. Oh. That is not that is not at all what I was expecting that to taste like. It tastes it tastes like like sweet almost. I don't know. I never I, I don't know. This is kind of a, this is kind of a new flavor of weed for me. It's actually it's from a friend of a friend of my wife, I guess. So I don't know. I don't know. It kind of has like this weird like grapey grapey flavor is that like a is that a description is that an accurate description grapey (coughs) it's interesting it's really interesting i took another rip like real quick just to see like what exactly it tastes like weirdly enough i know i'm coughing but like it's not harsh and i don't feel like i don't feel no you know what you know what i'm waiting for it i'm waiting for it i'm waiting for it i'm gonna call it and say that this is this has got to be more on like the sativa side of things if i had to guess because i don't feel I feel a little more relaxed. Like, I messed up my arm today. I don't know what I did. I think it's because I started finally, like... I started finally trying to work out again. Oh, I can see it in the light now. I definitely, like, bruised the inside of my arm right here. Oh, you know, when you're doing, like... Like, like you're when you're doing curls. Well, I went to do one curl, and I dropped the thing that I was lifting. Like, just kind of, like, my arm just went flop and went flat. And, like, it popped, and I felt something pop right there. I'm pretty sure I'm going to have a big-ass bruise when I wake up tomorrow. Either that or it's just sore. Because the other arm is sore, but it's not, like, in that spot sore. Or at least not yet. Or it could be from playing with the kids and shit all day. You know, shit happens. Shit happens. All right. Damn, this shit's still in the cherry in the bowl, too. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. That's definitely... It was definitely more of a a sativa-ish strain because, like... I don't know how to show you guys this. I'll post it on Twitter, but, like, my bowl is, like, perfectly halved right now. Like, I did that shit perfectly. Do you know how hard it is to fucking half a bowl? Because I'm like, I'm going to smoke half of it now. I'm going to see how I feel about it. I'm going to smoke half of it later. Fuck it. We recording outside tonight. The wind gets bad. Fuck it. We out here. But, like, what ended up happening was I, um... I perfectly have this bowl and I've never been able to do that. I've always like had it like burn over the whole top of the bowl and it'll be green still on the bottom and you're like, fuck. 
Because this way you can just kind of flick out that one half that's going to be all cashed out. And move on to the, to the, to the, you know, you kind of flick that out a little bit with like a little tool or something. And you move on to the half that's still good and you smoke that half and just pack it down in. I've learned a few tricks from many different potheads over the years. One weird trick that I learned that I still use to this day. Man, this tree getting loud as hell. It's even louder because it's got seeds on it now. It's one of those trees that get those big ass seeds on it. And they kind of like click together and they turn into those little brown like cocoon looking things that look like something crawled out of them, but they just split open and shoot the seeds out. Really scary. I don't know why they plant that tree right there. Let's mark up this blunt real quick. But tonight's story, anyways. <coughs> Before I get off on all this other crazy shit, tonight's story is the story of the never ending sesh. Now, of course, obviously, it ended. But by never ending, I mean, it went on for a long fucking time. And this story started about the second time that I ever used like vacation hours, right? When I was still living in a house full of stoners and like I took some time off for myself. Got paid a pretty decent amount too that week. And like my first thought was I'm gonna go to the dispo. So me and like three other friends, we go to the dispo, right? And we're at the store, we're at the shop, we're picking up shit for the weekend. You know, we're thinking, oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be great. One of our homies hits us up, the old plug, old, old plug. He found me on Facebook and he goes, hey, yo, you still smoke weed? And I'm like, yeah, why? And he goes, because I got like two pounds that I'm trying to get rid of from the grow. And he goes, if I sell them to you, he goes, how much would you want to pay for them? And I was like, well, fuck, bro. I ain't got money to be buying, like, pounds of weed. I was like, how much you want for an ounce? And he goes, I ain't selling it by the ounce, dog. He goes, I'm selling it by the pound. He goes, on the low, how much do you want to pay for it? And I was like, I was like, I'll give you, like, 350 bucks. And he was like, 350 for two pounds? That's all you got? That's all you got on it? And I was like, look, man, like, that's what I got right now. Like, that's the money I can work with. We just hit up the dispo. Like, you want me to buy this shit? I'll give you $350 now, and I tell you what, on my next paycheck, I'll give you another $200. So I was gonna pay $550 for two pounds. And he was still pissed off because, like, he was like, man, this is really good weed, though. And let's go ahead and Google how much a pound of weed costs. How much would you pay for a pound of weed? Let's see what Google says. You may pay as little as 1000 or well over 2000 The wholesale price for 2020 AAA grade is between $400 and $500 a pound. Okay. So two for $550 actually wasn't that bad of a deal. Now, what ends up happening is I give him, you know, $300 flat when we show up because I forgot I didn't have the 50 I get my two pounds. I'm like, I'll get you the rest of the money. Like, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. And he was like, all right, cool. All right, cool. Like, everything was fine. And he knew I was good for it because I had bought shitloads of weed from him my entire, like, career through high school and, like, two years after. Now, 
we had two pounds of dank. I don't know what strain it was. I think it was a couple different strains. Honestly, I think he might have mixed some mids in there. But you know what? It was two pounds of fucking weed. Who gave a shit if there was a couple mids thrown in there just to kind of even it out? Like, I know there's a lot of people out there who'd be like, oh, well, that's bullshit. And I'm just not one of those people. I don't care. Mids are bad for your health. But like, I mean, if you cut it and mix it with some other shit, you'll be fine. But what ends up happening is this. I get home. And I put two pounds of weed down on my bed in front of my roommates and I'm like yo this is what we're smoking before we bust out the dispo shit unless y'all want to take those edibles and stuff first like you know go ahead but all my friends were like no 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 bust those open dude like let's see what's in the zip let's see what's in the zip and I open it up and just the, the the smell of the smell of dank like erupts from this bag and like spreads throughout the entire house and I was just like wow like, this is fucking nuts. Like, I can't believe I have two pounds of weed right now. So, of course, I hit up a few people that I knew because I was going to flip it and get some cash off of it. Because I wasn't about to sit there and smoke two pounds of weed. That shit will go stale before I get through a pound. All right, so, of course, we were going to flip it. So, we hit up, like, a few friends, some, like, coworkers who we knew smoked and shit. We we're like, yo, we got two pounds for three fifty. We're selling it. At a pretty pretty decent price, and they were like, okay, well, how much can I get an ounce for? How much can I get an ounce for? And I was, well, I, I, my friend was stupid to tell them how much we paid for the two pounds, because then they wanted an ounce for like 20 bucks. And I was like, nah, 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 no, no 20, 45. I'm like, why? And I'm like, because I gotta break it out, I gotta package it, there's a risk of selling, like all this bullshit, bullshit. And I'm like, it's really good weed, I got it for the low because I know the grower. And you're getting it for a low price because ain't nobody else on the street gonna sell this kind of weed for 60 bucks for an ounce. They're like, I thought you said 45. And I was like, nah, 60. So we made a fat come up because I think I sold like, I sold like two ounces and a few eighths to some people I knew. And like, I was even charging like 20 bucks for an eighth. I was terrible back in the day. I used, to, I would hustle, hustle, hustle people all I needed to, you know, like 20 bucks for an eighth actually isn't that bad, but like, come on now. And then, like, it got even it got even weirder as time went on with selling the people with it. Because, like, finally, I just stopped selling it. I was like, okay, no. And mind you, we had been smoking it for, like, two weeks straight. Every fucking day when I took this vacation, we were baked as shit. There was no, like, oh, I don't feel like smoking today. No, we were all wake and baking every fucking day before anybody did anything before my friends went to work or I was on my vacation. So before I was, like, running around the house or, like, walking to Circle K and getting my sodas, anything. Anything. And it was in, like, it was in, like, I want to say, like, fucking, like, right before season hit out here. So it was in, like, late September, maybe early October. And... I just was having, I don't even remember most of what I did during this, like, time period. I know, like, we ordered a pizza one night. We called the pizza place. We're like, yeah, yo, Domino's, come through. Bring us some pizza. Like, you know, we were good for the money. So we ordered fucking, like, two, two or three pizzas from there. Like, two or three Dr. Peppers. Three orders of wings. An order of, uh, an order of, y'all remember the cheese dots? 
yeah we got some like two orders of cheese dots we got like three fucking of those volcano fudge cake brownie things i don't even remember if it was pizza hut or domino's i think it was pizza hut after this and so much shit so we ordered so much shit from that place this pizza delivery man he got the tip of his life because i took 150 bucks and i was like we're gonna make this fucking pizza dude's night and the pizza dude shows up so this is what we fucking did a bunch of potheads did this to the man we were like yo you can have a 150 dollar tip and he's like oh no shit no way no way no way and i'm like yeah but you gotta take a hit off the bong and not like a oh i'm gonna take a hit and take a baby hit we're like you need to take a hit off this bong he took a hit off the bong like this man fucking took it like a champ he took a hit of some straight up bomb ass fucking kush, milked this bong, ripped it, coughed his lungs out. You know, we gave him we gave him some sodas and like two bottles of water for the car and like gave him some eye drops to put in. And like I hit him with that. I hit him with the room spray magic trick. And he was like, what the fuck? Room spray? Like room spray kills the smell of bud. And I was like, yo, 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 just check it out. And I sprayed it through the house after we had like, you know, not smoked for a minute. And everybody had kind of migrated outside to smoke. And he stood there and waited for like a few minutes. He's like, yo, yo, I can't smell the weed anymore. And I was like, "Uh uh-huh, the room spray works. So I gave him a bottle of it to keep in his car because he was like, I want to smoke in my car. And then I gave him a bag of, so I gave him a, I gave him a pretty decent sized little bag of weed. I gave him a bag of weed. I gave him a pack of my rolling papers and some filter tips. I was like, roll yourself a joint on your way out of here. Like, he said he had a grinder in his car. So I was like, all right, cool. All right, cool. But this pizza delivery man had the best fucking night of his life to the point that we ordered pizza again like two weeks later and the same dude came back and he's like, you guys were so awesome last time. I was like, yo, it's you. Here's another $20 tip, bro. $20, not no five, not no 10, a $20 tip on like a $40 order. You just got tip 50% of your order, dude. I used to treat pizza delivery men with so much fucking respect because I know they got to deal with some bullshit in that job. You got to deal with some bullshit in that job. I wouldn't be able to work that job. All right, I struggle working at 7-Eleven in that field of customer service, but at least at 7-Eleven, I can look at somebody and be like, get the fuck out, motherfucker. When you're a pizza delivery guy, you're going to their house to do your job. And I don't damn well, a lot of people do not fucking tip well at all. Like, they, they expect you to live off that hourly wage, even though you're supposed to be making tips. And they getting taxed on those tips, too. Whether they get them or not, they get taxed on them. And that shit's got to suck. <coughs> so after the scenario with the pizza delivery guy, we have a weird-ass night happen, right? We had a weird-ass night happen the night after. Because that night we passed out. The next day we wake up, wake and bake. You know, everybody's home that day. For some reason... Somehow, all of my friends got, like, all of us would get, like, one day off a week together. And I believe we all requested that day off to be, like, Thursday. Because my days off at this time were Thursday and Friday. Well, when I was working. I was on vacation when this happened. But you, you get what I fucking mean. My days off were Thursday and Friday. Everybody else's days off were, like, Wednesday and Thursday. Or... Tuesday and Thursday with a split day in between because everybody in the house, we all agreed we're going to have one day, one night a week where we were all home to chill. And if you got called in to work that day, you did not answer your phone. Or if you got put on the schedule to work Thursday that week, you had to remind your boss, you get literally like, hey, I got something going on on Thursday. 
I think the excuse that all of us used was we had a special thing at our church on Thursday nights. So because it was religious practices, a lot of our jobs were required to give it to us off because then it's discrimination. If you give like, if you give somebody else certain days or holidays off and you don't give us a holiday off or some shit like that. I don't know. We pulled, we pulled some bullshit together. Now, this Thursday night, everybody's home. Me, me, my buddy, my girlfriend at the time, his girlfriend at the time was there. Like, they just happened to have the day off and had come over. My other roommate, Jacob, he had the day off and he had been like day drinking for a little bit in his room and he passed out and came back up like at like seven o'clock at night after we'd already sat down and told him like we were starting the sesh. So this night got weird all right this night got weird and what i mean by this night got weird i mean one of our buddies that does not drink and smoke at the same time ever got cross-faded as hell cross-faded as hell like he was he was running around the house like running up the mouth like he talked shit to like everybody and then he would look at me and he'd be like no you man you're my best friend man like you know you gave us all this weed man he's like but he was turning around to my other buddy because my other friend had pissed him off because he'd used the last of the laundry soap and didn't go get more like the same day. He's like, and you motherfucker, you're the reason I had to wear socks twice this week. Oh, man. Everybody was going ham, dude. Like, everybody was going fucking ham on him, dude. To the point that this friend passed out with a bottle of Bacardi 151 dragon fruit cradled in his arms like a baby. I woke up the next day with my bong still on my bedside table next to me and a bag of weed on my rolling tray still perfect. I got I don't know how I got lucky to not knock this shit over in my sleep because it was on my bed next to my pillow and I was rolling another joint. And I had finished rolling it and just sat the tray down because I was about to go outside and smoke that. And oh my God, but the night, the reason it got weird was because like, okay, one of our one of our friends of friends happened to be my friend's girlfriend's ex-boyfriend's brother. So it was like her ex's brother that would come and hang out with us sometimes. And like nobody thought anything of it because we were all older. But like he after he started drinking, he started creeping hard, hard on my friend's girlfriend. And like he would be like, hey, like, do you want to, like, go talk over here? Like, and he'd say it in front of everybody. Finally got to the point that me and my other two friends were like, dude, you need to fucking go. Like, you need to leave. You can't be here right now. And he's like, I, I can't leave. I can't just go home like this. We're like, yeah, you live, like, three blocks away. We're like, I think you'll be fine to walk there. You've only had, like, two drinks. And he's like, whatever. Fuck you guys. Grabs his skateboard, grabs his fucking hoodie and his headphones and heads out. And then she got all, like, for some reason, she got all depressed. We think she was trying to talk to him. We think there was something that happened between the two of them, and we were not aware of it. We found out later, like, years later, I mean, that she had cheated on um, his brother with him. Like, she cheated on his brother with his brother. And it was really fucking confusing, like, the the love triangle that was going on in that relationship, because I just stayed the fuck out of it, I was like, nah, I'm good, I don't need to, I don't need to, like, know all this, I don't need to, like, 
be a part of this whole relationship triangle. Everybody getting together, fucking flirting with each other level bullshit. I'm like, I'm good on that. I'm chilling. I already had enough complications going on in my own world, my own life. I was like, no, I'm good. And this is like, this is like pre-kids. This is pre-kids, pre-marriage, pre-like serious, like serious thoughts of future. This is just back when I was like, I was like, 18, 19, living in the moment, 20 years old, just doing what I wanted to do. And, like, I don't miss being like that. I don't at all. Like, yeah, when you're in it, it's cool. The fast money is great and all that. But, like, honestly, I think I prefer myself as, like, a family person. I like myself better when I'm doing things for a reason like because back then the reason was we're all gonna get fucked up we're gonna get wasted we're gonna get baked as shit this weekend now my reasons are different now I do things because it's like I gotta take care of my kids I gotta take care of my wife I gotta take care of my family I gotta get a part-time job I gotta stay at home and like take care of the baby while the wifey's at working because the wifey's the breadwinner right now she makes way more money than I do like I mean way more money than I do nearly like five times as much as I make she makes and uh Like, I just think it's funny. I just think it's real funny because, like, a lot of people will come at me and, like, my friends from back in the day will message me occasionally and be like, what are you doing, bro? What are you doing, bro? You want to, like, kick it sometime, bro? And I'm like, dude, I don't kick it anymore. I'm like, y'all can come over. We can hang out on the porch, smoke a little bit, and, do, like, chill and talk. But, like, we ain't staying the night at each other's houses no more. We ain't fucking, like, you know... You ain't gonna come over and play video games and get shit-faced drunk with me till 2 o'clock in the morning anymore. Like, I'll smoke a little bit. But that is only when the kids are, like... That is only when the kids are, like, asleep asleep. Like, right now is when I can smoke, when I can have a little bit of a bowl, when I can just relax and record a podcast. (sighs) But the never-ending session, I mean, man, it was, like, two, almost three weeks straight Because even after I went back to work, I was still smoking it up every single night because I smoked. That's what I did back then. All I was was like known as like the stoner. I always had weed. I always had shitloads of weed. I knew where to get good weed. I sold people good weed. I didn't like selling people mids. I didn't like selling bullshit because when I first started selling, I used to hustle people like a lot. Like a lot. I'd be like, oh yeah, dude, like 45 bucks a gram, man. This is some premium shit right here. I'm like, you're not going to find this from anybody else in school, man. Like, you're not going to find this from someone in town, dude. You got to know somebody who knows somebody. And I know somebody. And this is some bomb shit. And people thinking that the fucking 15-year-old in high school was selling you some bomb shit. Y'all are stupid. Y'all are stupid. And I went to a rich kid high school. And who's I'm talking the kind of people whose parents will give them 60 bucks just to get extra shit with their lunch. Like, you had that one homie every week who was at the student store over there where you could buy, like, Arizona teas and sodas and shit before they got rid of it. And he'd be over there buying up a shitload of fucking food. That, that, I, I knew that dude. I knew that dude. I sold weed to that dude. Because he'd be spending 60 bucks at the fucking student store a week, but he'd be spending 25 of that on me a week. And I would hook that guy up because he was a stable customer. Every Monday, he would buy his fucking weed. He'd buy his shit. And I made a deal with him. I told him, no matter how much I'm selling it to everybody else for, for you, 25 bucks. And he'd be like, for how much? I'd be like, for an eighth. Even if I even if I was losing money, I would sell that homie 25 bucks an eighth because he would buy it. 
it didn't matter if it was mids, it didn't matter if it was dirt, it didn't matter if it was top shelf. This homie was like true enough that he would only buy from me. And that homie only paid $25 an eighth. Because I wasn't about to do that to a man. But shit, when we got older, I started selling more and more and more and more, and I was making fast money. And like, one day I just stopped. One day I just, I think it was when I moved out of that house when I was like, enough is enough. When I got in my own apartment and I was like, I can't be trapping out of my own my own place, like my, my house. Like, if there's like five, six people in the house who can all attest that there's no drugs in the house and that nobody, nobody's a drug dealer here and somebody's full of shit. That's five, six people that have your back on it. But when you live alone and the cops show up and accuse you of being a drug dealer, it's a lot more sketchy and it's a lot harder to hide. So I think after that is when I just started kind of buying enough just to smoke my way through. And like, I would get calls and texts and Facebook messages from people who'd be like, yo, you a plug, you on deck this weekend. You good, bro. You want to smoke, bro. I would still smoke with people. We'd chill, but like, I wouldn't, I wasn't dealing. I got out that game. I was telling everybody, I'm like, I'm not selling no more. I'm not selling no more. And like all this shit. And however, I ever sold weed since I said I was not selling no more. Of course I fucking have. I sold some to coworkers a few times. I've sold some to friends. I've sold some to like close family members. I'd be like, hey, yo, 20 bucks. You can have a couple grams of this. And that was mostly when I either needed cigarettes or gas money. Or I just wanted to make a quick 20 bucks. I'm not even going to lie. No, nothing will compare to that never-ending session that we had that fucking, that fucking, like, September, October, dude. It was good weather. It wasn't cold, cold out here yet, but it was, like, springtime compared to everywhere else. And then I remember we went out to Ontario, too, and, like, went to the pumpkin patches out there and shit. We're looking at, like, big-ass pumpkins and all that cool shit. And, like, man, it was just fun times. Fun times. I want to go to another pumpkin patch. I, I I know they're going to have a big one this year out this way, except I got to take it to 10 to the 60 and look for it. And then I got to find it. And man, it's going to be fun. But I really want to get like a big ass pumpkin this year for Halloween decor. So anyways, guys, that's my stories for today. And I will talk to each and every single one of you in the next episode of the Stoner Thoughts podcast. See you later. And don't forget, like this. If you can like it, like on YouTube, for example, subscribe follow the podcast go follow us on twitter at podcast underscore stoner i believe that's it yep at podcast underscore stoner go follow the twitter keep up with updates like my pictures and i will talk to each and every one of you guys on the next episode of the stoner thoughts podcast good night